It's, is it about time? If it's not too late. So this week, Parashat Ki Titze, and as usual, before we begin, we'll just remind our viewers what we talked about last year. Last year, we discussed the mitzvah, on the one hand, of Ashavat of not ignoring something you find on the road, in the street, and on the other hand, the mitzvah of Matnot Anim, sometimes you do have to ignore where you leave things behind, parents in between the two, and the ideas behind them. We'll link that video at the end of this one, so make sure you take a look. This week, I want to discuss another mitzvah in the Parsha, since we have so many mitzvahs, so many different psukim, discussing many different topics, but I want to take a look at one mitzvah, the mitzvah of Nedavot and Nedarim, but making an editor for the base of Mikdash, saying something with your mouth, saying words in order to create a reality, in order to make an obligation for yourself. And the Torah describes it in a very interesting way because the Torah says that once a person does a Nedar, he shouldn't be late repaying it. And the first question you have to ask about these Psukim is why is the emphasis on the time aspect of it? Why is it about not being late? The Torah should have said if you made an Nedar, make sure you pay it. Why necessarily, why is the emphasis on the time that the person should not be late paying it? And even more so, the Torah continues and says that if you are late, then you will have a sin. And then the Torah continues and says, when do you not have a sin? You would have thought the Torah would say, when you bring it on time, right? When you do what you're supposed to do. No, the Torah says that if you don't make a netter at all, then it's fine, you don't have a sin. So the big question over here is why? What's even the thought that a person would have a sin if he doesn't make a netter? What's the Kiddush? What's new about this that if I don't make a netter, I don't sin? Kind of obvious. So why does the Torah say that? Why does the Torah emphasize the time aspect of the netter? What is the idea behind this psukim over here in this week's Parsha? It's a very interesting question, really. What's the big Kiddush? I don't need to tell you that you don't have a sin about something I wouldn't think of, but maybe I would. Or maybe the tendency of people is to assume that they need to vow, they need to promise. Because they can, they need to. And people look at their neighbors and they say, okay, he donated this and he did that and he's doing that. And people constantly look around and see what their neighbors are doing and sort of get into this feeling that it's all about, you know, doing more and doing more and, and showing myself and showing the people around me how much I'm doing. And maybe that's what the Pasuk is, first of all, saying. Vowing is extra. You want to bring a Nidava, you want to vow something extra, sometimes there's room for that. But you don't have to. And remember that chasing the next thing makes you often miss both what you're doing now and both what you're trying to do later. Tafasta merubelo tafasta. The word miss we've mentioned in the past means chet, to miss something. What's causing you to miss? What's causing you to miss is the fact that you're, instead of focusing on the mitzvot you have, have, instead of focusing on the obligations you already have and trying to do them at the fullest, you're chasing the next thing. Have you reached the point that you feel you've really done everything you can with what you have and what you're obligated with that you're already chasing the next thing? If not, then the chances of you missing are quite high. And that's really what the Torah is teaching us here. As the final Pasuk says, You want to promise something. You feel you really are at a point where you want to add something, where you want to take an extra step. You want to promise something that you're not obligated to, but you truly, truly feel you want to do it. That's fine. Do it carefully. Tishmo vasita. Making a statement, saying something, promising something, taking those words out of your mouth have meaning. They have an implication. You can't just throw things out because you could. You can't just say things because, you know, you have a mouth and you have a tongue and you're able to say them. You need to think about anything you're going to say. And maybe that explains also your first question. Why is the focus 
focused about the time aspect. Because if you think about it, what is a vow? A vow is me saying that later I'm going to do something. That I promise I'm in the future going to do something. And the Torah is saying, forget the future. Look for a minute at what you have. Look at what's in front of you. What you can do now. What you need to do now before promising things in the future. Because if you start promising things in the future, the chances of you forgetting, the chances of you being late are very high. Focus on what you have in front of you. And if you do want to make that decision, there sometimes is room for that. But do it carefully and make sure if you do say those words, that they're not just words coming out of your mouth. They're not just meaningless. You realize the value of those words coming out of your mouth and you stick to them and you do them on time. Exactly. And I think like with many other things in the Torah, the Torah knows exactly how people think and how people live their lives. And one of the big things in this world is that we are bound by time and place. We can't play around with time. We can't play around with place. Two things that we have to obey by and live our lives according to. But one of those two, we try to play more with time than would be place because again, we can't be in two places at one time. It's very hard and we know that so we don't even try to play with that. But the other one, many times we wrongly estimate the time we have or the time we need in order to carry out something we want to do in order to fulfill a task that we have. And many times we find ourselves in places saying we need a little bit more time. We want a little bit more time. And like you were saying, one of the big things about Nadarim is the fact that we already, Baruch Hashem, have 630 mitzvahs. We have so many laws that we have to obey by and live by. If you already want to add another thing to what we have, then make sure you do it the right way and that you won't end up asking for more time or trying to bend the rules a little bit in order to do that extra thing that you took upon yourself that you didn't even have to do. And basically, again, like you were saying, the concept of chet is not only a sin, but it's also a miss. That if you don't take something upon yourself, you're not missing out on anything. Just make sure you're doing what you have to do. That's the number one. That's the basis. Do what you have to do. And if you want, you can add. But if you don't, that's fine. You're not missing out on anything. And even I go a little bit further than that and say even more so, sometimes people add so many things onto themselves because they don't want to do the basic things. Because they're trying to run away from other things that they do have to do. Like we know also from psychology that many times when you're dealing with things that you don't really have to deal with, it's because you're running away from the things you do have to take care of. And one of the important things, especially with mitzvahs, is to remember that we have the 630 mitzvahs. And what we have to do is to fulfill them. And even more than that, like the Rambam says, why do we have so many mitzvahs? Is so that we make sure that at least one of them we will do 100% the way we are supposed to do that in 120 years, we will come in front of Beitian with at least one mitzvah that we fulfilled the way we had to do. So before we go and run and continue adding things to ourselves, let's make sure we don't miss what we already have and what we have to do here. But also on top of that, the other point the Torah is making with these tukim is that we have to pay attention to what we say, especially today when saying things is so easy that you don't even have to say it with your mouth. You can actually just type it with your fingers. And with typing behind a keyboard, it's a lot easier sometimes to say things. And that's where the problem begins because sometimes we even get the urge that we have to say things. We mentioned this in the past that having a comment section on an article doesn't necessarily mean that you have to comment. Having a comment section on Facebook doesn't mean you have to comment on a post. Just because the possibility is there, it doesn't mean you have to use it. And maybe that's what the Torah is saying here, that if you had an opportunity to say something and you did it, you didn't miss out. Nothing went wrong. The world might even be a better place because you kept your thoughts to yourself and you didn't share them. And like the Shlach says and brought down in so many places in Hasidut and in Kabbalah, that the big difference between human beings and the other creations, the other living creations, is the fact that we can talk. We are medabrim, that we have the ability to communicate with our words, with our mouth, with our fingers and our keyboards. And this is not just a difference. This is a step in creation. This is what gives us a power. On top of that, let's add to that the fact that Am Yisrael's power is in our words, is in our language, is in our tongue, is in our mouth. And not necessarily with physical fighting, but with our power is in our prayers, is in our mouth. So even more so, we have to
to watch out how we communicate what we say and how we say it. So again, maybe the fact that the Torah emphasizes the idea of time and emphasizes the point that sometimes you don't have to say things, there's no sin in it. We have to take this to mind. We have to pay attention to these things, take it to heart and remember that just because there's a possibility to say things, not always it's the good thing. And sometimes that a word might be worth one coin, but silence being quiet is worth more. And we should remember that and bring it into practice. You know, it's interesting in context of Chodesh Elul and Tshuva, a lot of time we focus on promising how we're going to be better, how we're going to do things better next year. And the whole idea about a vow is about saying that something that maybe not relevant right now, but in the future, I promise that I'm going to do so and so. And it's very interesting. I heard a beautiful line in the name of Rav Sabato, who said that if it's right tomorrow, it's right for today. So many times we say, tomorrow I'm going to start doing so and so better. It's at all levels. It could be about, you know, tomorrow I'm going to go on a diet. Tomorrow I'm going to stop speaking Lashon Hara. Tomorrow I'm going to learn better. If it's right for tomorrow, then it's right for today. So just start now. If it's right for you, then it should be right for you at this second. If it's not right for you, maybe you shouldn't be promising that you're going to do it. But if it is right for you, don't delay. Don't start with vows which are all about delaying, which is all about talking about the future. If it's right for tomorrow, start it right now. And I think this is such an important message in Chodesh Elul when we're trying to do things better, when we're trying to improve. Don't say you'll do it tomorrow because tomorrow is going to have its own tomorrow and that tomorrow is going to have another tomorrow. If you need to change something, if you want to improve something, start right now, start this second. Beautiful. And really, there's so much Musar out of these little three psukim over here. And we'll end with a cute story about one of the Rebbe's that the Hasidim came to him and said to the Rebbe, how come is it that all your brachas that you give are fulfilled? You haven't missed even once. So the Rebbe said, well, it's very simple. Ever since I was a little kid, I learned that you have to be very careful of what you say and how you say things. And that's one thing that I took upon myself my entire life ever since was to be very careful for what I say. And I've never lied or taken upon myself anything that I have not fulfilled. So the same thing here, just like I kept every single word that I ever said, I got make sure to keep and to fulfill every single bracha that I give out because he knows that I have the same meaning behind my brachas just like I had the entire life for every single word that I say. And we're out of time, so we'll have to stop here. But I'll just remind our viewers that if you've enjoyed this video and if you have yet to subscribe to our channel, please make sure to subscribe. Help us grow this channel and spread the Torah around. Shkoyach Yitzi. Thank you, Shkoyach. Shabbat Shalom. Shkoyach to you. Good Shabbos. And we'll talk again next week. For more Talking Torah videos on different topics, check out our YouTube channel.